Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey to Porto with a one-day travel guide for Porto. Enjoy! So the intro for this podcast episode is I'm right now sitting on the airport in Lisbon um, waiting for the flight to Ibiza. As you may know, Tunes and Wings is on a mission this summer month um, for writing new travel guides, making new interviews with exciting people. So you might heard, hear some background noise. Um, yeah, just to let you know, this is the airport in Lisbon. <laughs> But back to Porto. Yes, Porto is not just port wine, as you may know. The Portuguese city has a vibrant underground culture and much to see, do and eat. So should you only have one day or weekend to spend in Porto, though, this guide will guarantee you a great time in one of the most beautiful cities of Portugal. And yeah, other than its big sister Lisbon, Porto is not as overflowed by tourists yet. It has around 238,000 inhabitants, which is around half the population of Lisbon. So this gives you the opportunity to visit the countless bridges, to have a port wine tasting, and to stroll through the narrow streets during the day. And the food scene in Porto is constantly growing and reveals new restaurant concepts every week. Most of them combine traditional Portuguese cuisine and present them in an innovative way. So one tip, should you have more days to spend in Porto than only one and want to know more about the local subculture, have a look at the Porto Travel Guide 2018 where you get background information about the scene, an interview with a local DJ as well as more tips of this beautiful city. You may want to start your day in Porto with a breakfast for digital nomads, so take your laptop with you and go to Hungry Biker. Gain some energy for the day with great coffee, handcrafted interior and healthy breakfast options like porridge, smoothies, granola, avocado bread, but also salad bowls are waiting for you there. It also has gluten-free bread and milk options. So for all digital nomads out there, Hungry Biker offers Wi-Fi and plugs. And if you feel like exploring the city with bike, you can directly rent it there, starting from 4 euros. Yeah, after that, I recommend a stroll through the narrow streets of Porto. Because just around the corner of the Hungry Biker, you will find a great spot to enjoy a fantastic view over the city and the river. Mirador is a terrace which perfectly serves as observation deck. So from there you find your way through the narrow streets down to the riverside with its tiny colorful houses. And you can even walk over the famous Ponte de Luis to Villa Nova de Gaia, the city on the other riverside of Porto, and do a port wine tasting. After that, you might want to have an extraordinary lunch in Porto. Cantina 32 convinces you not only with an excellent service, the ordinary industrial chic interior, but also with the delicacies Chef Luis Americano and his team bring to your table. 
two things you should not miss there. The bread basket with banana butter at the beginning and the cheesecake that comes in a clay pot. What looks like dirt with a sprout is Oreo cookie crumble covering a creamy banana filling. The tip, tables are rare. Make sure to book in advance. After that special dinner experience in Porto, the Italian restaurant Puro 4050 serves mozzarella in every way you could think of. As burrata, smoked and much more. It is the perfect place for a nice evening with tasty wine and tapas variations to share. The chef also owns the before-mentioned Cantina 32, which you can not only taste, but also see in the vintage interior. And here another tip, the port tonic is a refreshing drink made with local port wine, but not as heavy and sweet as the pure one. It works perfectly as aperitif for your starters at Puru 4050. And of course, a must-eat is pastel de nata. This one is obligatory when yeah, traveling to Portugal every time. So pastels de nata at Mantecaria. The Portuguese custard tart is an egg tart pastry dusted with cinnamon. You get the best version of it at Mantecaria where you can watch the bakery process while taking a bite of your warm pastel. And of course, techno. There's also a techno part in this article and podcast episode. Um, yeah, it's um, the tech, one of the most famous techno clubs in Porto is Gare, and it's the city's techno temple and considered one of the best clubs in Europe. And one artist that is contributing to Gare Club is Tiago Frasateiro. You want to know more about Porto's electronic music scene? festivals and clubs, check out the podcast interview that we did with the local artist last year. So yes, that's it from the airport episode. <laughs> Let me know what your favorite spots in Porto are. What are your favorite clubs, your favorite restaurants and must-see places? Join us in the closed community for techno and travel lovers on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded people. I'm really looking forward to meeting you there. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.